Welcome to PB Link Stories. We explore the stories and uncover the business secrets of some of Britain's most successful entrepreneurs. Karo Konic studied at Nikolaus Copernicus University in Turunia before moving to the UK to build his life here. He's now COO of Circle UK Group, a thriving facilities management company based in North London. But actually, facilities management does not really do justice to the range of service this company provides from all aspects of security through aircon and refrigeration, asbestos removal, cleaning, equipment servicing, HR services, training, vetting, and I'm really just skimming the surface. He speaks English, German, Polish and Russian, has RQF diplomas in the delivery of conflict management training, in education and training, as well as business management with accounting. He's a member of the Security Institute and a member of the Institute of Directors. Karol Konich does not laze around. I'm Bill Mayer of PrecisionPresentation.com and I'm on a quest to learn the secret of business. I think the answer is to be found among Europe's very diverse entrepreneurs. In PB Link Stories, I hunt down some of Britain's most inspiring people in business to find the person behind the success. And to our listeners, if you listen through to the end, we're going to reveal the secret of business. We're very lucky to have Karol Konich on the podcast today. Welcome, Karol, and thank you for talking to us today on PB Link Stories. You're now the COO of Circle UK Group, a facilities management company, turning over millions annually. Before you tell us about the company, I'd love to hear about your journey from student in Turun, Poland, to running a highly successful company in the UK. Well, depends how detailed we want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and sure. do we want to scare people of listening to that podcast, or we want them, or we want them to carry on listening? It? Okay, okay. No, I'm, I, what I mean, I'm scared. It was, you know, my, my story is not is, is not especially, uh, extremely unique. You know, as a young man of 25, uh, I arrived to UK as many poles at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, so my plan was arrive to UK. You know. And then I landed in London, in in, in you know in this famous uh, Victoria Court station, obviously mm-hmm. by bus, as a you know traditionalist, traditional Polish person by bus, not by plane. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That was the plan. Yeah. The worst part is the arrival was afternoon, so I had only a couple of hours to find a place to sleep. So the first night was in a local park with two two words in English, which was yes and no, and couple of from the movies. Because during university and college and whatever, I chose always German. Okay, yeah. So, because obviously Germany next to Poland, I assumed logically that probably would be the biggest chance for me to use that language. Sure. But turns out that English would be the one. Yeah, yeah. So, without language, with 300 pounds in the pocket, uh, because, you know, yeah, 300 pounds, 300, 300 pounds should be enough. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. very wow. quickly found out I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, three hundred pounds in London is not. Uh, this yeah. is nothing. It's just it's it's not pretty much yet. two days. If if you if you if you're not focused enough, is 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 a two days. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, accommodation, some you know, some some bed, some uh, rent, renting some bed with a deposit, something to eat. Boom, gone. 
Mm-hmm. We're not talking about traveling and all of that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was that was the that was that was that was the plan actually. That was yeah, arrive there and then let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and step by step, you know, with with lots of well, that's what that's why every time when I'm looking back, I'm, I'm smiling or laughing actually. Yeah, I'm laughing, but looks like I'm smiling. Um, because so many, so many mistakes made, so many childish, this childish decisions made, which are now obviously I will never made them. But, but well, but that's the beauty of it. That's the yeah. beauty of it. Mm. Cool, cool. cool They're cool. worth it. I mean, not I'm not talking about from from professional point from professional point of view, uh, from curiosity point of view. Okay. Because before I became. Some kind of version of British. I definitely became Londoner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, this this city is different. You know, makes you know makes you streetwise very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, how to eat, where to eat, how to cheaply eat, where to find work, how to how to move around without spending too much. If you can survive with a limited budget in London, I think so. You will survive everywhere. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that you know? Very quickly, how to travel, how to stay out of trouble, you know, just sometimes the wrong tour and then you may end up in the wrong, you know, in the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. Easy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that was, yeah, that was a streetwise very, very quickly. In 2000, I married my classmate, love, my wife, my lovely wife, which I'm, I'm, I'm with since. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, we had our, our daughter, and I had to very quickly grow up. And I came up with idea after finishing university with, with pretty much that CV, not really worth anything. I just, I just decided as, like I said, at that time was, that was popular. Let's go to UK. UK is a good place to, to work and live and, you know, and, and then, and even make quick money. I just decided, okay, I'll go there mm-hmm. as well as, as, as anyone else. Um, and that silly plan turns out to be a life choice. Yeah, I mean the plan was for two months, twenty years ago. Supposed to come for two months for a summertime, make some money, and go back. Obviously, went through a vast amount of um, manual labor jobs, including carpentry, mm, labor, um, adornment for five years. Adornment okay. for five years in many in many in many nightlife places in in london surprise surprise um and then everywhere i worked i tried to learn something from people which i met and in a few occasions i ended up working in canary wharf central london in office office buildings Mm -hmm. from different angles and I, when I, when I, I remember that day actually, when I was in Canary Wharf, I looked on those uh, on, uh, on those young guys wearing suits, and I looked at them. I said to myself, "I have the same, probably the same education which they have. So what they doing differently that I'm doing manual labor, and they are paid for what they know." Yeah. So I so so that that was that that moment when I consciously started taking control of my life, mm-hmm. not how the life will, when the life will gonna uh, decide for me. And the first thing which I came up with was the language. If I will not, maybe not not improve my language, 
to a level when I can freely, easily be able to communicate, communicate with people, I will not going to change anything. Yep. All right. But what's the best way to learn the language? Some people, some people, some some people may ask. And actually, you know what? Even now, when uh, under our apprenticeship apprenticeship uh, programs, uh, people asking that question: How to learn the language? And I'm always answering one thing: Learn the humor and the and the culture of the place, and you will learn the language. Okay. Right. Once you master that, then language will come easy. Because you can be able to put the words together, but if you don't understand the humor and the culture, you will not understand the language. Because that's where the language comes from. Right? So I started watching Coronation Streets, listening LBC all the time. Uh, look, Black Ada is my favorite thing. And oh, fantastic. Yeah. Black Ada. Yeah, yeah. I can do this on and on again and again. Yeah, yeah, he's a brilliant actor, but in Black Adder, he really shines. Yeah. You know? And I caught myself six months after that, or maybe a year after that, more or less. I actually, I remember that. I've been watching Black Adder, and I laughed. You know, when, 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 when uh, Rowan Atkinson was talking to his fellow actor, and when it was like in the trenches, you know, yep. and there was, you know, that was, that was, that was, that was, that's the third one, am I right? Could be, I like can't I remember the, yeah. The I second, know the ones yeah. in the trenches, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious, obviously. Hmm. And that's where that kicks in. Once I, once I was, I was able to communicate and understand, understood the culture, well, ish, the culture, everything opens up for me. I was able to tell people, I was able to learn quicker, faster. Um, I, I'm, I completely met new people, which one was completely new, new, new types of people, which was, you know, happy to share the experience and the knowledge with me. Mm-hmm. Plus, I lost this, this uh, complex of the foreigner. Okay. I didn't feel like foreigner for the first time. Okay. Because there is a such a thing. If you, if you, if you live in, in a, you know, far away from home, yep. with, without, no, without network of friends and family, with uh, sometimes, you know, not a perfect financial situation, with language situations like, please repeat, please repeat, yeah. you know, uh, that's a little bit, you know, pushing you down. But at that point, that actually vanished completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like a like a like a Londoner. So yeah, now 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 I'm coming. Right? Yeah, now you're getting yeah. someone. And after that was and after that was just uh, progressing up. So, so, you know, self improving, educating yourself, doing courses, um, training yourself, trying to understand how business works in UK because business well, how business works. Uh, I knew, however, how this works in UK. How the, was the what, what the tactics of negotiations are? You know, um, what else? Because they're different. Surprise, surprise! They're different. They're different. Yeah. They are different, diff- different ways. Um, and then from a supervisor to junior management, from manage from junior management to senior management, and then and, and in two thousand fourteen, I decided to open my own. Uh, business. Oh, obviously, let's not forget. On the way, I met lots of great people because without people, will never happen. Mm-hmm. Without people around, you will never happen. It's not one band, one one man band scenario. Never mm-hmm. is. 
And in 2014, I decided to open my own business with my business, with my current business partner. Uh, and we're growing since. Fantastic. So what? Would, no, so when, still, so when you when you started the business, plans. we have still lots of plans too. Yeah. You know, our our dreams and plans are growing every day. Well, after achieving one, we have another five coming. So fantastic. So when you first opened the business initially, what was what what services was the business offering at its very beginning? All right. The, the first the, the the first idea was to open a uh, wide spread of security services. Okay. For our clients. But see, um, uh, see, even when I'm when I'm describing our uh, services as security services, they're not security services in a, in the sense of we're going to send you a big guy which are going to look after your property, let's say, or after you. No, okay. we are focusing on the intelligence of it first. Okay. Yeah, and um, so if the client have a property or portfolio of properties, we were going to run a professional full survey which systems and which solutions have to be brought in to protect and minimize the risk for the client's business. Okay. And then if human factor or, electron, uh, or electronics, electronic systems are needed, then we, we're combining all of this uh, together to make it efficient and effective. Yeah, okay. But then obviously we expanded this to full facilities, facilities management services, uh, you see, I like to think about Circle as um, as a problem solver for mm -hmm. our clients. One-stop shop scenario where the client have his own business who, and he don't need to be worried about anything else apart of being a star of his own shop. Sure. We're going to take care of the, all the logistics. We're going to prepare the sites. We're going to run the sites for the client all the way. Our clients are normally landlords, property owners, managing managing agents, local authorities, as and businesses of all sizes. Mm -hmm. um, and our coverage currently is all all the way from Manchester, uh, well, from Manchester north to all the way to the south coast. Okay, wow, that's 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 most most of England. Yes. Cool. Wow. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So moving moving on from this, Carol. Then um, mm. you've given us a flavour of what Circle UK Group does. This one stop shop. So the only thing your clients need to worry about is being starred of their own show. They can get on and do their business, whatever that is, and you guys will take care of everything else. So in the introduction. We touched upon some of the services your, your company offers. Facilities management does not explain it all. It doesn't cover it all. So it must be a nightmare for you at business networking meetings, trying to describe everything your company does in a 30 second elevator pitch. How do you describe what your company does when you meet someone for the first time? I normally describe our, 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 ourselves as uh, people behind the stage. Uh -huh. which are no one knows of, but we're taking care of everything what's needed for your business. From hardware's from point of view, we're not going to you know, come up with a business idea, but we're going to run the business with the client from the logistics, from the facilities management. We're going to minimize the risks. We always are happy to face any challenges which are clients throwing on us. Fantastic. 
I heard a very interesting story about your company going above and beyond the call of duty to fix a leaking roof in uh, one of your customer stores to save Christmas and make sure that everyone got their presents on time. Can you tell us this story? Yes, I remember that story very well. Uh, a few years back, we received uh, our control center received a phone call from uh, from one of the managers that they had a massive problem with uh, with a heavy rain which on, uh, created a leak. And the leak was very close to control panels and electric boards. Pretty much in 60 minutes, we had our, one of our engineers on the way, which had found the problem and fixed the problem for them. And that sounds very simple. But if you think how simple problem like this could affect that business because distribution centers, as you can imagine, they are interconnected with each other in a na- vast network of of of, of uh, logistics, delivery services, uh, other uh, other supply chains as well to make sure those uh, goods are delivered. Well, normally now is twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're clicking now, deliver now is really next day. That's 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 a standard of the industry. So, if that leak will disturb the systems in that warehouse, that will do, that will create a domino effect for other distribution centers, for other businesses, even internationally in some cases. Uh, so the client was extremely grateful that actually day after we got a phone call from a CEO, which one, which one is based across the globe, personally thanking us for reacting quickly and swiftly. Oh, fantastic. Because that saved them potentially, well, it wasn't shy saying millions of pounds. Wow, fantastic. But we're doing things like that. That's what for us is a norm. What cl- client's disaster Client's crisis is our norm. Sure. That's what we do. That's what we actually specialize. When the client client crisis is our is our norm. Fantastic. And that, and I mean, that's, are, and, that's and, just and a great... team is proud of all of that. That's a great example of what you said about you take care of everything so that your client can just get on with being the star of a show. That is a perfect story. It just illustrates it. And it, it just uh, it fits in beautifully. It's fantastic. Now, I I also heard that you are looking to set up a mentorship program in partnership with PB Link, Polish Business Link. Uh, This is to help young people uh, with their careers. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, A few years back, uh, we started investing in the young young people, uh, which uh, um, are interested in coming to... Uh, well, which are coming to an age, let's say, and they wish to uh, build their careers. And we discovered very quickly that very few of them knows how to build their careers because the standard uh, apprenticeship program teaches those young people the skills of the trade. But none of them, that, that's where our one uh, will be a little bit different. But mm-hmm. our one, we're going to teach them how to build and plan the career of yeah. their choosing. If if someone wish to be a bricklayer, 
It's not about teaching him how to lay bricks, but allowing him still to dream and chase goals to be the best bricklayer in the area or in a country. <laughs> if someone wants to go to a management position, we will not teach him only how to, what managers should do, but how to get there. All that path. If someone wished to uh, run his own business, great, but how to get there? Yeah. Not how, not how to do it, how to get there. Because that journey is important because that's where you are actually training yourself. That's, that's where you will be becoming the best with whatever you do. That journey is the training. You cannot train people in, in two hours telling them, if you are a manager, you have to multitask. That's not good enough. For example, you multitask, you have to multitask. That's, that's not good enough. So we came up with a plan. Uh, and we already actually had trials done in our, in our own business, where we will offer, offer those young people a little bit more just the basics on um, few options with duration between six, six, six months, three months, six months, and nine months of the choosing, where they can shadow um, certain trades, trades and positions. But then they were going to spend time with our uh, coaches as well, which will, first of all, still show them how to dream, uh-huh. that the career is a journey and sometimes could be a long one, how to not lose the focus, how to not lose the motivation. Because even motivation, if you plan your career for 10 years, not losing a motivation is very important. Fantastic. And how to not lose that motivation when you will be having, probably is a big chance, you will be having failures on the way. Of course. So you, Natural, it's a part of life. So you're doing this at the moment, you're piloting this at the moment within your own, oh, you we have already, been there and are doing this in your own company. Yes. And yes. then the idea now is to open this up uh, for to do external for young people, not necessarily in your company, but just people uh, generally. Correct. Oh, fantastic. Correct. So you're exported. That's great. So it's, it's kind of tried and tested and field tested in a Circle UK group. Fantastic. Yes, yeah, I love that. love that. Fantastic. Carol, what, what advice after all the experiences you've had in your journey building this company and um, coming to the UK as a young man and starting really from scratch, what advice would you give to a Polish person in the UK who hopes to build a prosperous life here? My advice to a young Polish person will be the same as advice to any any young person. Be brave with your with your dreams and follow them. Be focused and self-disciplined. Every day be the best version of yourself. And if you must take one small step every day. And the question will be only when, not if you succeed. Fantastic. For a young Polish person, I would only add. Ah, good. Only add. Remember your history, remember your heritage, be respectful to the country which are you living in, but in the same time, be open to other communities, because sometimes I notice as well, especially in the beginning, where I was more comfortable around Polish people only, Yeah. 
And that was putting me in a massive disadvantage. Yeah. From the business point of view, when I had to come out, out of my comfort zone and I opened myself to other communities around, doesn't matter yeah. what, which communities, that actually benefited me incredibly because you always will find someone who have different point of view because they have different background and you may learn approach a point of view which one you will not gonna even come up by yourself yeah. in, in, in a million years yeah of course diversity yeah and the last one when you will get there to that success stay humble and respectful because sometimes achieving that goal, that dream, makes you vulnerable. So I would say stay humble and respectful once you've done it and help others to get there. Help others. Perfect. Which again, of course, ties into this mentorship program you're doing right. with, with, within right. your company and also going to be doing out with your company. Fantastic. Yes. Um, here comes a question, Carol, the question we ask everyone on PB Link Stories. What is the secret of business? Motivation to start, discipline to continue, and people. People around you, people which are, which are sharing the same values. So motivation, self-discipline, self-improvement, and people. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. The secret of business, motivation to get you started, discipline to keep you going and the right people all around you. Great. Excellent. Thank you. Carol Konich, thank you very much. That's all we have time for today. Sadly, I wish we had more. Uh, thank you very much to Carol Konich for talking to us. To our listeners, be sure to subscribe to PB Link Stories as we hunt down Europe's most inspiring entrepreneurs to discover the secret of business. Join us at our next event and engage with the business community.